It's episode 57 of The Platformers, a show about nerd culture with some best friends that, coincidentally, do not happen to know each other very well. Uh, this week, we are going to talk about a lot of different things, but first I should probably introduce myself. I am your host, Brian Barnett. I'm Chris Shriver. Uh, the things that we're going to be talking about are the SNES pre-order debacle, <laughs> uh, Escape the Room, um, we're going to talk about some Disney stuff, um, we're going to talk about Hearthstone, Super Metroid, big surprise, um, Rick and Morty, and a lot of other games. So, Chris, why don't you start us out with describing just the hell that everyone has been going through these past couple of days? Yesterday, Tuesday... August 22nd. I awoke to several tweets from people like Wario64 and Nintendeals on Twitter telling me that the Super NES Classic had gone up and went on uh, on Best Buy and Amazon. This happened at about 1 a.m. in the morning Eastern Time. Which is ridiculous. Except, what time is that Japanese? Like, it doesn't matter. They're American companies. They don't sell... I mean, Amazon has Amazon Japan, but that's a separate Wait, site it, from Amazon.com. Is Amazon an American company? I thought they were, like, Canadian or French or something. I don't know. I know Amazon.com is associated with the United States. Okay, yeah. Um, okay. And then Best Buy is associated with the United States as well. So and I might totally I think, have that wrong, so... I think yeah. what happened is whoever was in charge of posting those listings... We're supposed to post them at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And the reason I think that is because pretty much every other retailer went up around 1 p.m. So let me tell you about my experience. (laughs) I had a pre-order locked in for Walmart, which that got canceled. Like, I actually got as far as it didn't charge my card, but it said your order is complete. It then canceled the order. Um, like immediately after I got two emails, like at the same time, um, the Walmart pre-order sold out in under a minute, and they were gone. Of course, they did. The Target which is abs- which is crazy, by the way. It's it's absurd. Like, <sighs> I'm not gonna go. Mm, and let me let me keep going. Yeah, Target. I uh, got it into my cart, went to check out. Um, that kicked me out. The pre-order button still worked, but when you clicked it, it said this item is out of stock and no longer available. Um, people were, were reporting that, <clears throat> excuse me, if you like mashed at the pre-order button, eventually it would go through. I guess they were like trickling out inventory like little by little onto mm-hmm. the site to, in hopes that like it wouldn't be as bad, but it was worse. Um, so I didn't get one from there. GameStop crashed, and you could only pre- for about five or six hours. You could only pre-order it in store. And then ThinkGeek went up, and all they had were bundles. And it was with all this merchandise that nobody gives a crap about. Yep, all this ridiculous garbage, like statues and shit like that. The only one I was cool with was I was, like, like really cool with was there was one with a Zelda chess set, which I actually had on my Amazon wish list. So that was the one I tried to get. Yeah. Obviously didn't get it. Then I just tried getting every single other one. To the point where there was one that I hit place order and it just spun and it never resolved out. And I was like, all right, I guess I didn't get it. I go to the gym after work. I'm walking out of the gym, 
check my phone. Two minutes had gone by on the GameStop mobile app. They were up, but the site was down. Going to the site or going to the app. Um, find a bundle. It had two wireless controllers and a Super Nintendo like history book, which was also on my Amazon wish list. I like mm. stupid crap like that for like Christmas when people don't know what to get me. And uh, I locked that in, so I got that one. So I was very nice. excited about that. Then I check my email, and I'm like, email from ThinkGeek. That's weird. $200 on my credit card. What bundle is this? It's one with a Ryu from Street Fighter statue. <laughs> Which has literally nothing to do with this. Yeah. Or, or is, is Street Fighter Street on? Street Fighter on 2 the... is on the console, but like... Okay, well, it has something to do with it, but come on. Like, I don't That is like that. the worst game that. in that bundle. Yeah. I mean, it's so not the worst one, I'm, but it's like... I'm torn. I don't know if I should cancel it. I don't want to be that person who is going to just sell it for $250 on eBay because that's like, that's what I have the biggest problem with, with this whole process is that Nintendo is trying to target. It seems like the mass, the masses of people who grew up playing this, but like don't play video games consistently now, if that makes uh, sense. Uh, yeah. um, it's meant to be a stocking stuffer kind of gift. And it's something that people can talk about. Well, if you are looking for a solution to this problem, I have not been able to get one. And I could throw you a cool uh, recommended retail price. Yeah, see, like that's, thing. but uh, then I have a $120 statue that I don't, I don't want the statue. If it was any other one of those bundles, I, I would have been okay with the Mega Man thing with the helmet and the blaster. Like, I would have been like, you know what? Even this- though that, the picture of that dude looked freaking ridiculous. Oh, it looks so stupid, but I think it's so funny. Like, I would be yeah. okay with that. This I is just wear, another thing. I would sit on my desk. That's what yeah. I mean. Like, this is just another thing that takes up space in my apartment that I can't afford to give up. Mm. That's what I have a problem with. Um, How much ch- do those statues go for normally? <sighs> I have no idea. Probably you can like just try to 50 sell that bucks. one by itself or something like that. But the problem is nobody buys them on ThinkGeek. The reason that they're in bundles is they're trying to clear out inventory and they're trying to, like, that's the only reason yeah. they do it. Yeah. <clears throat> so they to try can make to make more extra profit money. off it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I might end up canceling that one. I'm glad I have one secured from GameStop. That's like a weight off my shoulders that I like. I'm just totally done now. With. Now, are you sure? That it's because I've heard of people having orders confirmed, having their cards be charged, and then it gets canceled at the last minute. Walmart did that with some garbage. Walmart recently. did that with a lot of people. Um, they did I it with switches, I think, right? They did it with switches and with NES classics. I don't and yeah. Super NES classics because they posted them up like a month before they were supposed to or something at like three mm-hmm. in the morning um, Pacific time. Again, with like the ridiculous, yeah, yeah, with the ridiculous timing. Um, so, I don't expect... That GameStop's pretty good when it comes to their Nintendo inventory and, like, having a grasp of how much they have and how much... They, they don't overcommit to, yeah, and stuff, exactly. so they don't have to cancel. Um, I mean, good at, for at least in I mean, my they, experience. They should, because they're, this is their... Like, unlike Walmart, like, GameStop is intimately familiar with all of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, apparently... They GameStop's also supposed to, uh, supposed to have sorry it's late supposed to have um, a pretty big allotment in stores 
on launch day. So that's kind of cool. Oh, interesting. Um, like, so I may just be able to go to the one down the road. And yeah, just try like to you'll probably up. have to get there like super early, but um, they have confirmed that like on launch day, they every store should have them. Yeah. But hmm. that the process is just so unnecessary. And like it's just for hype. It's because like it is the perfect example of a company looking at their product and being like, we know you want this and we know that you'll pay for it or someone will. And we don't care if we piss you off. We like it doesn't matter to us. Like every everyone and their mom is gonna want to try and find one of these things. Like, what do we have to lose by yeah. not having enough? But the crazy thing to me is that they're okay with shortchanging their hardcore fan base, not all of whom is even able to get this thing. And they're not producing more in order to get money back into their own pockets, but it ends up with this crazy elevated scalper, you know, situation where a lot of consumers who are not buying into their products, they're buying their products, but they're not people who are going to buy accessories or things long term. They're just going to do this one time thing and then make tons of money off of them. And the people who are the most into what Nintendo is doing are the ones that suffer. And yeah. it's like, I don't know I, what I the solution is. Artificial the demand. Is. Like I get creating artificial demand to increase hype and to make so that you can be able to use buzzwords like, you know, or buzz phrases like, well, oh, we sold out everywhere. Like it's completely sold out. Like, you know, like it's hard to get because everybody loves it. And it's the same way with the switch. Like, now people are finally able to see them on store shelves. And it's good because now people can maybe get one who but want one. I don't think the Switch was a problem of... Like, they wanted the Switch to be as readily available as humanly possible. The problem was they weren't... They shouldn't have released it when they did. That's the bottom well, yeah. line. Yeah, they should have released it when they had just tons of games. And yeah. Was, like, yeah. Yeah. And more resources to make, you know, more consoles, but... Um, like if they released it like right around now, like that would be a really good time. Yeah, like, there's yeah. enough games on it now that would have been great. But the but early I mean, adopters were basically the beta testers and the ones saying this is what we love and what we don't love about the system. By the time Christmas rolls around and everybody starts picking these things up for the holidays, like it's going to be, I would imagine, a much more robust system. You're not going to have virtual console, probably. You're not going to have online infrastructure, but which is you got a crazy library of games. That's, I mean, that's that's true enough. I, I need to hear their virtual console plans. Like, I need to know what's going on with that because that's... I've stopped caring, honestly. I legit... I went to GameStop this week and bought the Azure Striker Gunvolt double pack with uh, Gunvolt 1 and 2. And Was that on Switch or was that... I bought it on 3DS. Okay, I didn't and think then it was I out literally, on Switch yet. I literally brought it home and then saw uh, Cheap Ass Gamer tweeting out about pre-orders for the Switch version and I was like shit, well, I'm going to immediately go back and return this. You know, after I, I I basically beat, like, three levels in this game, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. It's hard at parts. Like I've so, heard, yeah. I've heard it can it's like It's, like, really, really easy, crazy difficulty spike in the... It, there was this level where, like, it's slowly flooding, and since Gunvolt's power is electricity, every second he's in water, he takes damage. Right. Um. Other, I mean, also, it's, like, if it goes above his head, like, you can't breathe. Like, he's a person. Um, but... This 
it just steadily increases the whole level. And if you're not fast enough to get past some of these barricades, like I had to do it like five times before I was able to get through. Um, which on a normal, like the rest of the thing, I, I just breezed through. Like it was so, so easy. And I got to this one part and it was hard. But so I imagine that's going to be one of those where like certain parts of, of it are going to be annoying. But I like it enough um, that I was like, why would I play this on 3DS? Like yep. when I could play this on Switch. So. No, I yeah. it was on sale um, a little bit ago on 3ds on Amazon. I think for like twelve or fifteen bucks, and I was really close to picking it up. Um, yeah. But I saw that it had gotten announced for Switch, and I was like, no, I'll wait. It's fine. Yeah. I'll pay twice as much to get it on a console that's twice as good. With a screen that's twice as big. <laughs> yep. I mean, actually, it's probably more like four times as big, but still. Yeah. That was that's that's like my big thing about the Switch. It's like. Like the conversation that we were having about Super Meat Boy. It's like there's this is going to be the go to console for basically the foreseeable future for me. <laughs> like, yeah. And oh. especially you know, especially if I'm going back to school, like you know, like we were talking about earlier, like if I'm gonna be spending a bunch of time like at writing workshops or things like that, like why not have my switch with me and just pull it out and do whatever in my downtime? Yeah. No, it's perfect for that. Yeah. Um, like, especially if I have to kill, like, a half hour or an hour between me being at work and me being somewhere else. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, no, what I was going to say, a quick update. The PlayStation Store denied my refund for Sonic Mania. What? Yeah. Um, apparently, they're... I was under the impression that they um, gave out refunds for digital purchases that were made within... 14 or you know if they charge you within 14 days and all that like if you wanted to return it within 14 days you could still do so yeah apparently that's not the case so huh if you ever want to do that don't that's why i buy retail yeah 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 but except on switch yeah that made me nice and uh nice and pissed off the other day so what were you gonna do were you gonna get sonic mania on switch oh i already bought it on switch how is it it's here's the thing about Sonic. I and I think I said it a little bit last week. I haven't I actually haven't played it since uh, last week. But Sonic is one of those games that when it came out because it was so different from Mario, I feel like that's and there was the like the really big like console war thing going on between Sega the and marketing Nintendo. push and all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. Sega um, does what Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. That was the appeal. Was that it was like it was cool to be have a thirty two X and blah blah blah. And so, do yeah. you think that Sega's or, or that I mean, I guess Sega's and like also Sonic's identity is caught up in not being Mario? No, I think it's caught up in not being good after twenty five years or however long <laughs> it's been. Like I just I don't think that, I, that my own opinion. I just don't think it's a very I don't enjoy the gameplay. Like, and I'm sure part of it is that. I've gotten older. My reflexes aren't as good. Um, The game is... Sonic goes fast. Like, it's a quick game. And if... Like, I just don't like the fact that I could be running around and then you go, oh, what's that? And, like, the second you have that thought of that, you know, I want to see what that is, you don't even get to explore it because you're already off the screen, off somewhere else. Yeah, that was one of the things... I forget what I was watching... Um, but there was there was uh, like some couple of people that were examining uh, games on 
YouTube, and they were talking about... Uh, they're basically doing like kind of a reevaluation of Sonic, and they said that basically the central premise of Sonic, which is that you need to go fast, is basically the antithesis of the way that that gameplay works. Yeah. Like, the game actually punishes you for just going fast and trying to blast past everything. But in reality, like, if you're trying to get all the Chaos Emeralds and stuff, you need to be able to explore, and if you're stuck in this... I'm going one direction and I can't break that cycle, then you're kind of screwed. Like you, yeah. you just have to tap a, hope that you tap a at the right time to get to a different platform and just keep I mean, trying I that. I can't really speak to this. I've literally only played the first level of Sonic. Yeah. Ever. Now, like the Sonic advance games were a little bit slower. Um, and I remember enjoying those a lot more growing up, but have the, you revisited them recently? No, I haven't played them in years, but okay. Like, I I will play. Recommend Sonic Mania? No, I definitely recommend Sonic Mania. Like, I I will definitely play the whole game, but um, it just whenever I play it, I I just, and I think I said it last week when we were talking about it. Whenever I play it, I just think I'd rather play something else. Like, it's just I'd rather play Ducktales or Shovel Knight, like a slower paced kind of. Yeah, platform methodical. Game. Yeah, kind that of, is yeah. kind of my okay. my deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been tempted to get into it, but um, next week, uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle is coming out, so I will not be buying that on launch day. Not gonna be playing Sonic when I could do that. When I can yeah. play Mario XCOM mm, on the go. Mm. Mm. Guys, come on. Come on. But I'll tell you what I did do this week. What's that? I replayed one of my favorite games of all time and a game that I think is inarguably flawless without imperfections of any kind. Super Metroid. You, you guys know, yeah. I replayed Super Metroid on 3DS. I started a new game and just blazed right past it in a day. Uh, and... God, I love that game. It's so good. It does everything right. <sighs> Why don't people make more games like this? <laughs> you don't need to hold my hand. Just drop me in a world and let me explore. Literally, like, at the beginning of the game, I have a crawl that has all of the text that happens in the entire game, and then just let me live the rest of it. Let me be the adventure. I don't know. It's so fun. Oh, I love it's, it. It's an incredible game. It's like it, the... It really is. It's the pinnacle of that franchise. Yes. It never was that good again. <laughs> no, like it, it's it's kind of a shame like but but it, it's almost it's like top 5 Nintendo games ever made. Like it it's yeah. just that well put together. And Which is one of the reasons why uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say it does such a like I think I would make an argument and say that game might do a better job at teaching you how to play it than Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Actually, maybe. Like, there's very little, if I remember correctly, because um, I get that and uh, Zero Mission mixed up quite a bit. Um, but there's very little, like, text in that game. It's there's more, no text. Yeah, it's more just, uh, the, like, you, yeah, the, you the go through you your get... experiences and you figure out what works yeah. and doesn't. The only text is when you pick up an item and it right. tells you what it is. Yeah. Like so, like when you pick up the charge beam, it's like charge beam, and that's literally it. Yeah. Like Samus tells you like what she just got done doing in the beginning, and then when she goes to the 
to the science station or whatever. And then like, that's it. Yep. And then you get, once you, once you start playing the game, there's not any more text in the game at all. Um, which is awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's, I, I didn't really, as somebody who loves story and who loves to read, um, I didn't realize how little I needed it for a game to really move me or for a game to really grab me. You know what I mean? Well, like, I think, it's I think not Super like that Metroid game doesn't have like, a story. No, it does. But it, it, it's, it's the, it is the, the pinnacle of show don't tell. Right. Like you don't have to have a person give exposition, like just give impressions. And it's especially cause the game is about, it's, it's about being alone. Um, on a hostile planet. Like, so there's really, I mean, who's she going to talk to? Nobody there speaks English. No. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just like, her. It's her in that suit. Yeah, and Metroid her. can't crawl. No, Metroid can't crawl until you get that morph ball. So, rhymes. While we're on the subject of this, I got a yeah. package yesterday of a product that I pre ordered, I want to say four months ago, three months ago. Mm-hmm. This is a. Um, it's a, the, the, this guy's stuff. If you pull up this Metroid guy's stuff's music, hard, uh, this guy's stuff is hard to find. So this guy's name is Moonshake. Um, he has a mailing list on on a website that he hosts. Like I, I don't even remember how I found this. I think I randomly found it on Reddit one day. But what he does is presses bootleg vinyl of Nintendo games. And uh, yesterday I got my copy of Super Metroid on vinyl and it's the entire soundtrack it's um captured from the original cartridges they extract the midi files and then press them onto vinyl um i think they do a few um you know enhancements to them and things like that but this is the cover so what i'm showing brian is um it's reminiscent to uh smashing pumpkins the album where the guy's coming out of the star but it's samus coming out of the star um, oh, and on the back it has a morph ball. Yep. Oh, that's great. But, um, very reasonable. I think it was like twenty or thirty bucks. The inside side art is like really cool. Oh dang! Yeah, it's her. It's her ship flying through space. Yeah. Like a ton of stars and like a nebula behind it. That's pretty awesome. Oh, what is this? Peel slowly and see. I'm gonna wait to do that. Yeah, don't do I'll that. Make, I'll make don't a video that for hand. that. Yeah, definitely do that because I gotta yeah. see it. Uh, also, let's just let's just be real. Um, Super Metroid best title screen ever. <laughs> like it does that crawl like Nintendo. Yep. Like, and then like just the freaking like the bass drop when it goes to the to the title screen with the murdered scientists and the little Metroid squealing in the in the container. Oh, it's so good. Did you? Uh... Did you see what uh, Rocket League announced today? Yes, I did. I the, did. So if you're unfamiliar, Rocket League is coming to Switch. They announced uh, three new carts for Switch. One of them is a... It's like Samus' One of them is ship. good. Yeah. Yeah, one of them is good. The other two are Mario and Luigi, and they look like garbage, but... Yeah. It's, it's a car with overalls. Samus' ship looks cool. Yeah, the ship looks awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. But I'm glad so. you got to play that. Like, I, I bought... 
Oh, so yeah, we had this conversation um, a little yesterday in our Twitter chat. Um, we were talking about the Retron Five and how mine has issues. And I re- I remember I ordered Super Metroid on eBay for like seventy bucks. Like that's not a cheap cart at all. No. And uh, I went to play it on the Retron Five and I couldn't. And that's when I learned uh, uh. my Super Nintendo slot on my Retron Five stopped working. That is a bummer. Yeah. Because, like, there are carts that are really expensive. Like, Earthbound is probably still one of the most expensive ones. Chrono Trigger is really expensive. Yep. Um, But Super Metroid is, like, I imagine it's expensive because not a whole lot of people want to get rid of it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's it's a freaking great game. And and it's, it's one of those things where it's, like, Every iteration of a um, Nintendo franchise that existed on the Super Nintendo is, like, one of, if not the best versions of that. Like, if you don't feel super strongly about Breath of the Wild, there's a good chance that Link to the Past is probably your favorite Zelda game. If it's not Ocarina of Time or something like that. Yeah. Like, Link to the Past is definitely, definitely in the top five Zelda games ever. Well, and I think that's why the... Any SNES Classic is in such high demand. Yeah, and Super Mario World is like yeah. probably the best Mario game. Um, I mean, you would even say yourself, you did last week, Final Fantasy VI. Final Fantasy VI is amazing. Yeah. Super Metroid is like, and that just like knowing that that is on there and the Super Nintendo version of, of, of Final Fantasy VI is on there along with all these other games is the reason why because I, I gave my Super Nintendo to my sister and then she freaking moved away like five, six hours away. And so now it's like, well, I'm kind of boned. So, you know, if I want to play these games like on a TV, like the proper way, then the Super NES Classic is probably, you know, a really good way for me to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, I forget. Did it have Tetris Attack on it or no? I want to say no, because people I remember people being bummed out about that and Chrono Trigger not being on it. Yeah, but I mean that would have been literally like, you don't need to buy anything else. Uh, you know, you don't need to buy, you you don't need to own a Super Nintendo anymore because literally every good game is on here. I just which, couldn't imagine, which, which isn't true because there's freaking Donkey Kong Country two and like all that sort of stuff. Like, I couldn't imagine being a parent and being like child. See this little tiny box. This, this is has literally yes. Almost every one of the best games ever made on it. Yeah, just watch like, their head explode. Like, can you imagine being a kid now and having your first console be the Super Nintendo? In the age and the era of PlayStation 4 and freaking virtual reality games, can you imagine getting an NES Classic and a SNES Classic? Like, that actually is kind of a perfect thing to do. Like, get, like have this be baby's first console and be like, here. Some of these games aren't great, but you're going to get the experience of playing kind of shitty NES games that we all had. Right. Like, not You didn't get to play every amazing game. Like, yeah, sure, you got to play Contra and Batman, you know, R- Return of the Joker, Revenge of the Joker, whatever it's called. And, you, you know, your freaking Super Mario Brothers and all that sort of stuff. But you also got your Deadly Towers. And you also got your, you know, your, I don't know. Like, a lot of other stuff. Freaking Bionic <laughs> Commando. Like, a lot of people don't like that game. I, I thought it was okay. I liked shooting Nazis, but I never got past, like, the third level. Um, but, like, 
and with the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Like, you know, you got, like, lethal enforcers and stuff and garbage like that, but, like, some of those games are some of the best games ever. Super Punch-Out, Kirby's Dream Course, Star Fox. I still never played Punch-Out, so. That's crazy to me. Punch-Out, I still go back to Punch-Out, like, regularly. I don't like boxing. It doesn't matter. It's a rhythm game. Punch-Out is a rhythm game. And and this is the thing. Like, I need to I need to play, like, Madden. I've never played a Madden game. No, you um, don't. You don't need to play Madden. But you re- I've heard the really- story, and this one is really good. <laughs> or, like, NFL or NHL. Like, I never played any of those sports games. Um, I, I think I had, like, Tecmo Bowl or something like that on, on NES. But, like, I never played... Like, I guess I played track and field or whatever just because it was one of the things I had. And Duck Hunt because it was on the thing with Mario. But, like, I, I never really got into the stuff that I wasn't into in real life. So, like, I never really played sports games. I never really played... Like, that's why I gravitated towards Tony Hawk, because I actually skateboarded, so... Yeah. And then I played Tony Hawk 2, and I was like, oh my god, this guy... This guy can go up a ramp and ride, like, 70 feet into the air, and it's absolutely outrageous and completely unrealistic, and I love it. But... There are five RPGs on this thing. That's insane. On SNES? On the SNES Classic. Link to the Past. What are they? uh, Mario RPG. Secret of Mana. Never played it. Final Fantasy three. Fantastic. Earthbound. Nah. Uh, I don't know what this one at the bottom right is. Oh, Super Goals and Ghosts. That's not an RPG. That game's supposed to be super hard though. I've that was one it. of the games that they that was one of the games they used. There was an old Nickelodeon show. I forget what it was called. Oh, Kid Arcade? Wasn't that it? Maybe, I don't know. But they would have, like, challenges, and then they would be like, okay, you have to play as long as you possibly can. Get as high a score as you can in these games. And one of the games they would have them play through was an arcade cabinet of Super Goals and Ghosts. It was, like, really brutal. Like, they would try to get through, like, one screen, and it was... they just get wrecked. Oh, what was this called? Nick Arcade? You, Nick Arcade sounds like it. It was, like, this weird, like... Yeah, it was, kinda, I think it was just Nickelodeon Arcade. Yeah, futuristic thing. It was like a game show where they would they would like they would yeah like try and speed like run stuff or teams of like two teams of kids. It was like a blue team and a red team or something like that. Yeah, it was almost like Double Dare, but like you just played video games. But you just of. played games yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had like the little arcade thing and the, ah yeah that was such a crazy show. <laughs> All I remember from that is like Super Goals and Ghosts was really hard. Yeah. And I think they had, like, Wizards and Warriors are one of those as well, which I used to have, like, a tiger handheld of. Yeah. Um, which is really hard. Um, yeah, let's... let's. This is this episode is just going to be called freaking Brian and Chris drown in their nostalgia. <laughs> <sighs> it shouldn't be nostalgic for me, like, given my age. But, I mean, didn't you play that stuff early? Well, I did because I got the, ha- I got the hand-me-down consoles. Like... My brothers were playing N64, and they were like, play the old one. We're busy. And I was like, okay. And, like, that's just what I did. And then they sold it at a garage sale, and my heart broke. Hmm. It was terrible. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah. But it's okay. Brian, you know what I did for the first time on Sunday? What? I didn't escape the room. Have you ever done one of these? I've played several games about escaping rooms. But, like, have you ever, like, gone to a place and done it? No. Okay. Although so, I've heard that there that there exists, like, a zero escape room escape, which I should probably You do. should do that. You should find where that is and do it immediately. 
Yeah, because uh, because the whole Zero Escape series, like, some of my favorites. So the whole room, the ones that we did, was at a place called Exhibition Escape. This is not an ad. In uh, the one we We're went to was in them. King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, <clears throat> and we did a. Uh, it was a castle room where I don't even remember what the story was, but we had to memorable find our way out basically you have to escape yeah. the room the whole room's a giant puzzle so for an hour you're literally just playing every puzzle section of uncharted that you've ever played and you're you're solving that it sounds with pretty great actually it's amazing so amazing that after we got out of the room we were standing in the parking lot and jess and i were freaking out about how much we loved it that we actually drove to their other location and did another one. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Like, I haven't been that excited to do, like, a new thing in I can't tell you how long. It was so much fun. How much is it, like, per person? Um. So the one that we did for four people, it was, like, 100 bucks. So oh, it was, geez. like, 25, 30 bucks a person. That's like, that's, like, going to a movie. Yeah. But uh, dude, I'm gonna do this. I thought it was like way more expensive than that. No, it wasn't too bad. And then I think for like each additional person, it was like 15 bucks or something. At least at the one we went to. Um, oh jeez. There's another one near us that apparently that's a Harry Potter one. That sounds awesome. But ooh, that I, sounds uh, really crazy. So like, I want to get like a freaking, huge group of people to do it. You gotta fly around and grab some of the keys. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. What if I have to though? Somebody has to play like. You have to play wizard's chess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Brian, I'm so how much? How much more excited did I just make you? <gasps> My head didn't even go there, like at all. I don't know how. I was just didn't. thinking, yeah. There's literally a bunch of room escapes that they do in Harry Potter. Yeah. Or like watch the old lady turn into a snake. And that's only the Spoilers. first one. <gasps> yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> ten out of ten would do again. I can't wait to do it again. Well, except you wouldn't do it again because then you'd immediately know the solution. Yeah. The second one was cool. It was um. It was called the how list. Often? Okay. Um, what they do is you enter your names like when you're signing up for the event it's like enter the first names of everybody that's going and uh, when you like the one that we did Santa puts you on the naughty list and you have to break in oh, and like no. steal the naughty list out of like his safe or whatever um, so like we went through the whole thing and like you crawl through a chimney at one point it's freaking August like what who cares it was set up and it was the only one available so like we just did it but uh then at the end you like open up the safe and like you get the naughty list and there's like candy canes inside and we like got to run out we're like we did it it was great nice <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah that would be a great thing to do on like Christmas Eve with your family oh my god it'd be amazing in the less somebody fails and then they don't get any presents that year that'd be super they just get they just get a lump of coal could you that would actually be pretty amazing to do (laughs) could you imagine taking your kids and not getting out of the room in time yes and And then the next and then the next day and then the next day you literally have to give them coal yeah like you have to when we first walked in the ac was cranked so high that i actually felt like i was on the north pole (laughs) nice but very nice yeah i definitely recommend nice yeah yeah i did i did uh, a lot of stuff this week but most of it was just inside my house 
<laughs> like I, I just I just got kind of a second wind and was like, I'm gonna play a lot of different games. I'm gonna try a bunch of stuff. Um, one time I did not do that and I did not stay inside. I actually went outside. Was during the eclipse. That was a cool thing that happened on our planet. That was a cool thing that happened on our planet. <laughs> did you look up into the sun and make your eyes bleed? And yeah, I have a hole in my retina. Um, now we so. Chris is no dummy. Delval actually had a party for it. They let us out of work, and they handed out glasses and sun chips and Starburst. And nice. we got to sit on the lawn for an hour and watch the eclipse. It was really cool. Nice. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, one of my best friends, uh, Stu, was in town. He lives in Austin. And uh, we went out and were running around. Um, you know, we ate at uh, my favorite ramen place which is shout out to Tetsuya Ramen for having just literally the best ramen bowls I've ever had in my life. <laughs> um, and so I took him there because he'd never been. Uh, and then we went to a couple of uh, comic shops uh, in Houston. Uh, we went to Third Planet, and then we went to a place called Bedrock Comics, which is awesome. And I talked for like a half an hour with a guy there about like a bunch of different DC comics that I need to get caught up on. I was just kind of like, what do I need to read? Like, I love everything that I've read so far. Like, what's the big stuff? And then we had just like this big conversation. I was like, okay, so what's, what about Crisis on Infinite Earths? Okay, so what's Final Crisis? Okay, what's Infinite Crisis? Okay, well, they're totally different things, but they're not completely unrelated. And he like walked me through all that sort of stuff. So I got a bunch of stuff that I've like, I've, I've checked out like a bunch of new stuff from the library that I'm going to be reading through and uh, got a bunch of stuff on, uh, on order. So that's awesome. Pretty stoked about that. Also, You've like they had really some- taken that up. Yes, I have. I've really kind of dove into it, and I'm I really enjoy it. <laughs> like it, it, it actually um, kind of got me into one of the other things that I did this week. Um, the uh, Batman Arkham Knight DLC was on sale. Oh yeah, uh, the whole season pass was on sale for half off. So instead of being twenty bucks, it was ten. Nice. And I was like, I'm gonna do that. And then I literally played through all of the character episodes. Uh, can you so what's there there's croc there's mr freeze there's croc there's mr freeze there's oh there's a couple of other ones those i haven't done yet because those are in the main body of the story right but there's a bunch of standalone ones so like there's a, a matter of family which is a batgirl story that's totally separate from the main game um, it's like when you oh, go, there's like the right. continue option and then there's the, the stuff. I got a couple for, for pre-ordering the game. Yeah. Um, and buying it, I forget where I bought it. Um, but I have, uh, I have Arkham Knight on Xbox. Um, and I got, uh, the Red Hood story and Harley story for free. Um, which were fun. Um, and they're totally different, uh, gameplay. Like they have a bunch of weird abilities. Um, and then the ones that came with the season pass were, uh, Robin's story. He takes on... Um, Two-Face then oh yeah Nightwing uh, tries to keep Penguin from escaping um, Gotham City Police Department Uh, then there is who else is it there's like a couple of other ones and then there's there's the big one which is A Matter of Family which is the Batgirl uh, Robin uh, team up story which that's at like the, really the carnival awesome. or whatever, right? Yes, that's yeah. at, that's at like the yeah, that's at like the fair or whatever, like the amusement park. Yeah, um, and it's really good. Um, and at the end of each of those sections, I found out that I'm 
one of not very many people who have done that stuff because I got the diamond. I got diamond achievements, which if you've played on uh, on Xbox recently, uh, since they did the the achievement update, and there's another achievement update coming up. But this was one thing that I really liked. Like um, uh, PlayStation had rarity on trophies, and so you, when you look at your actual trophy list. Um, it'll tell you like, oh, this percentage of people have it. And like, it's ultra rare, like less than 1% or less than 5% or whatever have this trophy. And so you can kind of have that sort of a pride, but Xbox went a step further and actually made a custom sound and a custom alert when you complete an achievement that has like a a degree of rarity to it. And it actually makes like this crazy, like ding, like, and then this shiny diamond, like, comes up on the left and it just uh, made me so happy <laughs> and I, it, just that 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 kind of pavlovian response i have to getting xbox achievements um playstation achievements never really i mean they did stuff for me but only when i got the platinum but like the way that the xbox achievements pop up and like you know tell you what they are and how much they're worth and different stuff like that like i've always really enjoyed that and the diamond ones i got one for basically finishing each of those character episodes because nobody played them yeah um and I actually got three for the uh, for the Batgirl one. And I just... The, the crazy thing is, with the extra stories, when you play as Nightwing, when you play as Robin, um, they basically have some of the items that Batman has in Arkham Knight, but not all of them. So sometimes I went to try to take people down in a certain way, and I just didn't have the tools to do it. Um, so, like, uh, Nightwing doesn't have Batarangs at all. Right. Um, and so when somebody's going to try to charge you, like you have to react differently. Um, and Red uh, Hood and he, is so different, though. Yes, because he murders people. Yeah, and he's yeah. just got like you hit left trigger and he just shoots people. Yeah, he just murders everybody. And so his yeah his is his is really different. Um, and his episode ends differently accordingly, uh, <laughs> which I liked. Uh, but I realized that in the game, uh, and also kind of in the comics. Um, the closest person to Batman is actually uh, Barbara Gordon or Batgirl. Right. She has almost every one of his abilities, and she's actually just about as good as Batman in combat. Whereas, like, when I had to... To the point that, like, during the final encounter um, with the Joker and a bunch of his uh, a bunch of his henchmen at the end of, of Batgirl's story, um, there's a part when you can hit the left bumper and it will do a team-up attack where... Um, she'll kind of set somebody up and then Robin will come in and like knock him down, but then it gives you control of Robin and then you get a certain number of combo points and then you can do it back to Batgirl where I actually kind of avoided doing those team up attacks. Cause I didn't really want to be Robin. I wanted to be back. I would always do that. Yeah. Like, or if I did do it, I'd be like crap. And I'd immediately try and exactly rank up so I could switch back. Yeah. Cause she's just so much better. Yeah. Uh, and I also like her as a character a lot more than the rest of them. Like, Throughout uh, Robbins, he's constantly like, you know, ah, this is going pretty slow. Like, you know, I'm handling this on my own. I kind of wish Batman was here. And, uh, you know, he's just like measuring himself against Batman. And Batgirl yeah, never does like, that. he makes like way too many comments about that. Like that whole yeah. storyline. And Batgirl doesn't really do that. She's just like, I'm my own person. I'm awesome. Like, just watch. Step to me and you're going to lose, like, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, which I really like. And I've really enjoyed that when, I was, when I've been reading, like, the, the, uh, the Babs Batgirl comics as well. So that was pretty cool. <sighs> Other than that, I played, um, I played some running games, like Runbow and Speedrunners. Oh, yeah? 
uh, yeah, my buddy, uh, like I said, my buddy Stu came over, and uh, in addition to playing like a couple of cups of Mario Kart, uh, which of course I loved, uh, we played through Runbow uh, and Speedrunners. And I have to say, I was looking forward to Runbow, and then I actually played it, and I, and I don't super like it. Um, and then I played Speedrunners, which is very similar premise, um, but it's like way crazier. Was it Rumbo like a Wii U game to start? Maybe. Uh, maybe that sounds right. That sounds right. I remember I know it came it, out like right at the tail end of anybody caring, basically before Switch came out. Yes. And yeah. uh, I remember seeing it and being like, "Oh, the art looks cool," and uh, that was pretty much as far as I got with it. But yeah, I've never premise, played like um, Bit Trip Runner or any of them. Uh, I would say Bit Trip Runner is better than that. Okay, um, but. But Runbow is like it's not really a, even a first-person game, like it's basically it's basically a party game. It's like it's like that's like you saying like um, I've never played FIFA when I'm talking about iDarb. Well, no, but it's not meant to be a first-person game though, right? It, it's a not, it's not a first-person one, one, one player. I mean, oh oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so it's so it's like uh, Runbow is to. Uh, bit trip runner as I Darvis to FIFA. Okay. Like it's basically just an indie party game. Yeah. To like race to the end and, and beat your friends. I literally played five rounds of that game before I realized you could punch people. <laughs> so like you can legit just like stomp people into the ground and like punch them when they're about to when they're over like a gap or something and they fall down into the into the abyss and then they oh, lose. Wow. Um yeah it's 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 not bad, but then I played speedrunners and speedrunners is just crazy. Like, it's super hectic. Um, so if you're going to check out a game about running and racing your friends, like, probably check out Speedrunners instead of Rumbo. Now, what was that on? Xbox or? Yeah, those were both on Xbox One that I okay. played them. Uh, and then I watched Stu play Breath of the Wild for the first time. Were you just, like, clenching your teeth the whole time? So much fun. I loved it so much. Uh, I kept watching him, like, stumble upon like these realizations of, of like when he's, I mean, I guess mechanical spoilers for the first 10 minutes of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. There's a Lionel. No, <laughs> but, but like he, he like, he walked up and he, uh, you know, he picked up a stick and then he smacked some stuff with it. And then he picked up the, uh, the, the woodsman's ax or whatever. It's like, can you cut down trees? And then he like cut down a tree. Uh, and then it like fell over. He's like, Oh, that's awesome. And then it started running towards him. Cause he'd like stood underneath it. And it almost oh, like yeah. bowled him over into the water and stuff, and then he almost drowned. And yeah, it was just—it's just awesome. <laughs> like it's just—it's just awesome watching him like fall off of the tower and die. Well, and... it's funny. Like it's you're playing. It sounds so stupid, but like you're playing a video game. You wouldn't think that um, there would be real consequences to your actions, or re- yeah. similar to real life consequences. Like if I chop down a tree and it's the direction that I'm standing and it falls and squishes me, then I'm going to die. Like, yeah, you're going to die or at least just, be grievously wounded. Yeah. 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 It's just yeah. like real life. If you start swimming across a river and you can't get to the other side, guess what? You're going to drown. Gonna die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was, that was really awesome. Um, to see. So I'm still it, like, yeah, it's, it's so good. I'm waiting for another, a game to come out that like, 
I want something to be better than it. Because I know Game of the Year discussion is <laughs> going to happen at the end of the year. And I'm going to be like, it, it has to be Zelda. It can, yeah. How can it be literally anything else? It's all I played for like three months. But here's the thing. Have you and Jess played Persona 5 yet? No. We okay. keep trying to play it. We were going to play it for six hours this weekend. And then we watched uh, the entire second half of Riverdale on Netflix. That was a bad decision. I mean, I love Riverdale. I thought it was great. Oh, okay, I was very happy with it. So. I, I mean, I don't even know what it is, but if it if it <laughs> went up against Persona Five, like I'm gonna vote against it. Yeah, yeah. Also played some uh, also played some Halo One co-op this week. Wow. Yeah, the uh, what it was back. it? Uh, assault Assault on the Control Room was the level that we played. Can they yeah. like just put that on PC and then I can just get rid of my Xbox One altogether? Just put Master Chief Collection on there. You don't even have to put Halo 5 on there. Halo 5 is really good, though. No, it's not. It's really not. The gameplay was the best. The gameplay is great. The story is... The story is a little weak. Oh, boy. Yeah. Definitely the weakest story that Halo has ever had. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is saying something, because uh, Halo 2 didn't really have an ending. (laughs) (laughs) Giving them back their bomb. <laughs> Sir, finishing yeah. this fight. Like, I, I remember yeah. standing in my living room, being, like, in my pajamas by myself. My parents were taking my brother to college. And, or, like, back, I don't know, back to school or something. And I, like, threw the controller at the ground, and I, was, I thought I broke it. And I was just like, <gasps> my mom is going to kill me. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. I also... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I mean, I was just going to say, like, like another game that I played that's really old that surprised me by being good is Phantom Dust. Because, you know, Phantom Dust, they put that that original Xbox game out there on Xbox One for everybody to play for free. And uh, and I started playing it. I was like, actually, the premise to this is pretty interesting. And the gameplay is also pretty interesting. Like, it's not... It definitely looks like like freaking fallout one like it's like it's it's real old i'm trying to remember what this game is it's the one that they're like hey guess what we're remastering it and then they're like psych i remember like hearing or seeing articles of it like on and off back and forth but yeah yeah but then they just decided to put the original one uh, out there while they're trying to and supposedly phantom dust is not scrapped they just took it out of the hands of the developer that had it oh um it's not like scale bound which is like legitimately probably my biggest disappointment of so, the cancellations or delays for Xbox. So what kind of game is this? See, I thought it was like a a card-based like fighting game or a battling game. Nope, it's totally not. It's a mission-based third-person action game uh, where your character is like a spellcaster. And they they can pick up like four ability at least so far as I've been I've done like the first six missions of the game. Um, basically, the premise I thought was interesting, which was uh, nobody remembers how it happened because of the way that the thing works out. But like, at some point, this fog covered the earth, and the fog made everybody lose their memories. Um, and so people basically can't go outside anymore. They have to live like deep underground, or else they just are constantly amnesiac. Um, and so. 
most of the people just lost their memories, but some people, the fog also gave them powers and turned them into these things called espers who could turn their will into energy. And they manifest that by like beam attacks or like being able to shield themselves or like terraform the environment and stuff like that. So basically they find you and your buddy in these like two twin coffins and you're like naturals and you're really, really strong and they have no, you have no idea of your memory. Uh, you know, you don't remember anything. And, um, and so basically you go around and you fight these weird monsters that have started to pop up. And so like at the beginning of a map, they'll have like a couple of orbs that will pop up at your stop at your spawn point and you pick those up and those assign to different buttons to do different things. And based off of your distance to the enemy, like the attacks might totally miss. So like there's one called laser that's only long range. So like if you, you can lock onto an enemy, but if they're closer than, than like, you know, 50 yards from you, it's just going to miss them. Um, and uh, then there's like close range stuff where like you create like a psychic sword and then you slash them and stuff. But it's like, it's cool. Like it's, it's it cool. Sounds like, cool. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely worth a shot. I mean, the game's free. Like, pick it the up. Gold on Xbox members One. though. No, or I think is it's just free. I think it's everybody. Um, but yeah, like it's it's interesting and it's it's a weird kind of original Xbox game that I didn't get around to. That was very niche, but like I don't know. Like I'm I, I don't know why I enjoy it so much, but like I'm getting a, I'm getting a kick out of it. That they're whiz like biz, tiny, man. Who doesn't love whiz biz? Like, yeah, they're these tiny, you know, bite-sized missions. Like, in the span of, like, probably 30 minutes, I did, like, five or six missions. Oh, that's like cool. It's, like, it's basically just, like, take out this one guy or take out these two guys. And, like, they put you basically in the same room with them, and then you take them out. Um, but, yeah, it's totally post-apocalyptic. Like, you live underground. You get to know all these weird people. They have a bunch of crazy names because names don't really mean anything because nobody can remember theirs. Um but yeah, and the it's world Xbox just seems... Play anywhere. Oh, so you might be able to pick it up on PC. Yeah, that's cool. If you have a if you have a Windows 10 PC, you could get get it on the Xbox app maybe. That's cool. Yeah, it's just it's just a weird old game, and like I I was really surprised that I got a kick out of it. I assumed it would be like a lot of those old original games that I revisited, where I'm just like, eh, I just can't anymore. Yeah, but it still feels good. Um, I don't know, it's weird. So check it out. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I picked up uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy last night. Ooh. Ooh, the tattoo is singeing. Yeah, after I uh, after I finish the like main story stuff for Batman Arkham Knight, I'm either going to pick that up or I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. There's so many games I want to play right now. So, I played for about and I want to say about an hour, hour and a half last night. Ooh, interesting. And so tell me, the intersection is cool. Um, it's a lot. It the things that are that are different about it are pretty cool. I don't know if I like them in an Uncharted game though. Okay. So there are a lot of moments where you could be like Uncharted. My favorite thing about uncharted one two and three is that they're so very linear um that it is like playing a movie whereas uncharted 4 has those moments that there's level design moments in uncharted 4 that like are unlike anything i've ever seen in any other game especially madagascar well no not even madagascar like um 
actually the part right before that when you're in uh, Scotland and you're looking for um, Henry Avery's grave. Yeah. And you have to like traverse these areas where like you have to slide down at parts and like leap onto. Um, yeah, it's platforms. really it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like there's not I've never played anything else like it. Um, oh man, later when you get to the island, like. Oh like my when you god! You get to one of the like, and you're just like you're going around in the boat, and then like like that. But, but it's, it's so just amazing. Like it just happens. Yes. yes. This game they managed to maintain the seamlessness, but they also at least in in the intro section, and then I played a little bit of the open area. Um, it is so open ended. Like you can like you you know when you watch a trailer for the game for a game, and they say like you can choose to be stealthy or you can go in like guns blazing and do this yeah blah, blah, blah. yeah and normally you're like all right whatever every game does that this game it's cool in the sense that you don't really know which they could give you three paths and you not realize it unless you walk back and then go oh what's this way go or like like where does this path lead to and you could end up in a, a gunfight that you wouldn't have gotten in otherwise um hmm. Whereas if you crawl through a hole in a building somewhere, you're sneaking around all these guys, taking them out with, uh, you know, you're snapping their necks from behind them and stuff like that. Jeez. Like, it's it's just so different than all the other Uncharted games, which it's a nice change of pace. What I don't like so far um, is the relationship between Chloe and Nadine. Okay. Um, Nadine is just like sour milk personified like she's just pissed off all the time which is weird because chloe is kind of that compared to nate chloe is that but like like she knows she has faults but like she also like is a charming character yeah of course i'm not i'm not saying i'm just saying like compared to nate like she's she was the sour milk character of that universe yeah she was exactly like they were good opposites of one another whereas these two it's like you have one character who's kind of down on herself a little bit, and then another one who is just pissed off either at herself or the character she's with or the situation they're in. Like, she's never in a good mood. <laughs> so it kind of makes it a drag to, like, go around this whole game with her. Well, I mean, she is, like, kind of a villain character no, from she, a previous game. She totally is, but, like, <laughs> it would be cool. And I don't know. I'm, I'm still in the early stages. Like, I, it would be cool if they, like develop some kind of relationship i don't think it's gonna happen given... you don't think she's gonna be a sundare yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know well i mean we'll see where it goes the the open world is huge like it's as big as everyone said it was which i totally did not expect that's weird it's there's there's a lot of driving and i don't know if it's good because a lot of a buddy of mine was telling me this past weekend, um, he stopped, he actually never beat Uncharted 4, and it was because of the Madagascar section. He was like, it didn't belong in that game, like, that's not what Uncharted is to me, and I was like, dude, I totally get that. If you can get past that, there's really not, I don't think there's any more sections like that in that game. I mean, um, other than the, 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 like, the island bit I was talking about, but it's pretty, li- but that's, like it's open, but it's pretty linear. Yeah, yeah, like, whereas this is, you, it might not be obvious where you're supposed to go, but like, there's only so many places to go. Whereas Madagascar is like massive. Yeah. Um, the the difference in this one is, and like gameplay spoilers, I guess, and just like the way that it opens up. 
when you get in there, they go, oh, look at that giant tower. We should go over there. You make your way over, you climb up it, and it's almost like Assassin's Creed where you go, okay, I need to go to these three points. Here's my map. And then you get in the Jeep and you go. And hmm. at that point, the story plays, it's like almost like a choose-your-own-adventure. Like You can choose which one you want to do first, but you know, it's up to you at that point. So, I mean, I'm excited to play the rest of it. I'm sure I'll have it beaten by the end of the weekend because I nice. don't think I have anything going on on Saturday. Well, and it's not that long. Like, you've probably played, like, a fourth or a fifth of it. Yeah, yeah. It's only, like, six to eight hours seems to be, like, yeah. the average. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's a couple of games that I want to get into. Uh, there's that. There's um, there's Hellblade that I want to try. Um, but, like, I just, I just bought, like, a couple of games. Um, like... You know, obviously the the Batman stuff, and then uh, and then I picked up Prey when it was on sale, um, just because I've heard that game is like really good. What Prey? Yeah, and I've yeah. heard that it's way better on PC than it is on console, which is lucky for me because I got it on Steam. I think they may um, have patched it on console. Oh, so is it, is it like is it better now? Yeah, I would check, but I remember. I think it was like a, a Mass Effect situation where. The mm. week it came out, everyone was like, oh, this is terrible. It can't even run. And then it was fine. Oh, by the way, speaking of Mass Effect, thank you for reminding me about that, Chris. I played the demo of Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, yeah? And, I, and I've played like three or four hours of it. I really like it. Dude, a lot of it was funny. My uh, my tattoo artist was like, because he's super into Mass Effect. It's like if yeah. you go to a shop, like that's what most of his art is. Um, and Does he, he have like, an N7? What's that? Does he have an N7 or something? Uh, no, but his um, tattoo, like, like his logo for himself on Instagram is like a play on the N7 logo. Nice. Like, if nice. you go on his Instagram, that's his profile picture. Um, nice. But he was saying, like, he hated how panned that game got by so many people that didn't even play it. So he was like, I loved that game. Like, the, the, the traversal is so much better than in Mass Effect. Like, yeah. you get freaking jump jets. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. Well, and the You're basically like that, Boba Fett. Yeah, and the problems that people had with that game, like he he was going on about, you know, people were flipping out about the facial uh, animations and like they looked yeah. awkward. He's like, yeah, because Shepard looked so normal in Mass Effect One and Two. Yeah, exactly. Where he was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks good, and the story's interesting too. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be one of those games I put on my either on my Christmas list or. I expect on Black Friday that'll be like twenty bucks. Yeah, when it, and that's one of those things. And it's it's. I'm at this like weird juncture. Like you know, they say when you're a kid, like you've got all this free time, and uh, and no money. And then when you grow up, you've got like you've got all this money, but you don't have any free time. Yeah. And I'm kind of in a position where I don't have enough of either. <laughs> <laughs> so like, not only do I like I I want to get all these games, but like, first of all. Unless I, like, blitz through them and ignore streaming and ignore doing, like, a lot of other stuff that I need to take care of, like, I'm not going to be able to get through all these games. Yeah. So, like, I need to just, like, beeline them. Like, I need to, I need to like, do this. Like, finish the Batman thing, put it away. Get this next game, finish that. Get this next one, finish that. Because, like, I bought a bunch of stuff on, on Steam, and I'm kind of holding off because I'm like, eh, that might be fun to stream. Like, Hollow Knight and Momodora yeah. and Prey and The Witness. Like, I own The Witness. Never played it. Like, I own all of these awesome games, you know, because they were on sale. But I think a lot I of it, too, is, like... I swore that I wouldn't be that guy who bought a bunch of shit everyone. on Steam. 
I refuse. I'm going to beat every one of those games unless they're not good, and then I'm not going to beat them. As long as you put that rule in place for yourself. Like, I I feel like last year was my year where I would play games that I bought because they were on sale, and then I would force myself to beat them or get as far as I possibly could to, like, my breaking point. Yeah. And I'm to the point now where I have to be a lot more... Um, Oh my God! Conservative. Judicious. You have to be judicious. Judicious yeah. with what I'm playing, um, yeah. and a lot of it too is 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 having the focus. Like Uncharted came out Tuesday, <laughs> Horizon came out right. in March. I still haven't yeah. beaten it. Um, that's and, that's one of those games I'm not sure I'm gonna go back to. Yeah. Like it's 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 fine. I really it's, don't know if it's for me. Yeah, I it's. But like I'm having a hard time like accepting that. I don't know why. I think I think I'm in the same sim uh, the same situations, which is weird because like that game is like universally loved, basically. Well, that and, um, like that game screams you. I would think it's like Dark yeah, Souls and well, Breath I of mean, the Wild had a baby. Yeah, except the combat isn't as good as in either of those games. Yeah, like it's not tight. It's like really loose, and that is one like, and in a game where they demand a lot more of you than they do in those other games, like you die so much faster in Horizon than you do in either Dark Souls or uh, Breath of the Wild. Maybe not Dark Souls when you're fighting certain enemies, but, like, for real, if something charges at you and then, like, gores you or whatever, like, if you, you don't have down potions like, or, or hits, anything, like, like, equipped, you're totally done. Like, I'm... There... And I don't even think it's a get-good situation. I really think... Like, part of my problem is that my save is so old in that game that I just... I don't even remember how to play it. Like, I really need to just start it over and go through the tutorials again and, and just stick with it and play, yeah. like, nothing but that for a week straight. But they... It, 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 they Oh, they just introduced a new um, difficulty mode that's, like, almost, like, cinematic mode. Like, you can kill things, like, super easily if you just want to experience I may, the story. I may I do, that. do that. Honestly. Yeah, I may do that. Just because the... the and I know people are probably going to be upset with this, but, like... The combat is just really floaty. Like when I you don't hit like your it. melee, when you hit your melee attack, right for your spear. Like I like the fact that you have a spear. I like I like the whole world. I like the story that they've made. I like the setting of it. I love the idea of like this tribal culture that uses ancient technology that's so advanced that they have no idea how to use it. Basically, yep. um, and then stumbling upon like these crazy things that it can do, like controlling these robots and stuff, and like all this sort of stuff. Like it's. It's so interesting. It's so ripe for it to be something that I would love. But, like, when you get down to brass tacks, like, gameplay is king. Like, in the same way that, like, I don't need a story. Super Metroid is so good it stands on its own with just gameplay. Mm -hmm. And, like, Horizon, I love everything about it except the gameplay. Well, what's funny is it had its hooks in me so deep day one when they're introducing you to all of those things. Yeah, when you're you're inside the mountain, um, when they're, they're doing your dedication you and stuff, and like yeah, yeah, and you're like finding out about this world and like their their customs and stuff, and I'm like that's awesome. And then as soon as they were like, you need to go out into the world and do this thing for you know everyone. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then as soon as I get let loose, I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. I just kind of want to <laughs> know what the story is. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Give me give me Telltale Horizon. Yeah, we'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so beautiful. Like, it's the best-looking yes. PS4 Pro game. And this is the craziest part. It's like, it looks so good. 
Like the, I love the systems, like the yep. selling things back to people and like trapping monsters and hacking off parts of them and like targeting certain bits to get critical strikes. Like it's I even like the mini so game parts of it. Like, like there's what? there's some mini games like well I'll call them mini games but like there's like side quests where one was like you have to um, hunt those deer um, creatures like the big mm-hmm. deer ones um, yeah. in a bunch of different ways like you have to uh, like trample them with uh, logs and stuff like that um, and like use different weapons on them and like you know get a certain number of those and then that like increase like the ability of your bowcaster or something like that. Or oh, your tripcaster, um, like I loved that stuff. Yeah, I was about like, to say, dude, you eventually get a Wookiee bowcaster in this game. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> but what what sucks is like when you actually have to progress to the next area and actually yeah. fight these monsters that are really big and scary. And I don't remember how to play the game. It's yeah. just it's not fun for me. I don't know. I can't remember what difficulty I'm playing on, but I may I may like pull it back and just try to blitz through the story i think i'm on hard i think that might be part of my problem i can't remember what what difficulty i'm doing on i typically don't go past normal uh, anymore just because like it takes so much to play through games on hard and i just don't have the time yeah. like if i'm if which sucks because like there are certain games where it's like the struggle is part of it like like i was playing the surge like before before we got on i was playing the surge demo which is really good like it's really interesting there are a lot of games that have tried to kind of cop the Dark Souls model um, and just kind of some of my preliminary thoughts are this game does uh, does shortcuts really well, like the levels doubling back on each other, which is one of Dark Souls, especially Dark Souls 1's, like, greatest strengths, and Bloodborne as well. Um, and also they've got, this, uh, they've got this mechanic that I was super high on where, like, you can target different limbs and stuff of your enemies, and if you cut it off... Um, like you'll get their like the armor that they had on it. So if you see that somebody has like a really good armor piece on their head or something, like you can try to decapitate them and then take that armor piece, which I was so in love with because the first two enemies that I did that to gave me the armor piece. And then I literally did that to the next like 30 and I didn't get anything. Uh, and I was like, okay, well this is RNG based. That's kind of a bummer. Uh, <laughs> because I really, I got to a point where, um, you have to use a flashlight because it's in this dark, like underground tunnel. And in order to use a flashlight, you have to have a chess piece. And I'd been trying to get chess pieces from these guys from like all like 26 of these guys that I had just killed. And I didn't get even a single one, even a shitty one. I didn't get any of them. So I got down there and I was like, I can't use a flashlight because I don't have this chest armor piece. And like, now I got to go and farm this stuff and like craft my own and stuff, which is like, it's fine, but it's like, there's these like little issues or whatever, but I don't know. And the the first three enemies that I fought are kind of repetitive, and the game is super fucking hard. Yeah. Like, like you'll get two shot if you're not careful in like a second and a half. Um, like you really have to pay attention. Um, whereas in Dark Souls, like if you're good enough, you can handle like a couple of weaker enemies. Like this is literally the first level. If I fight two people at once, there's a really good chance I'm dying. Um, which is, I mean. If you're into that, then that's cool. Um, uh, and there's no difficulty level, so you can't like ramp back on that or anything like that. I'm still going to stick with it and, and play a bit more, um, but that was just kind of what I was thinking about. But I don't know. Like, what do you play? What is that on? Is that PC only, or is that? Uh, I got the demo on PC. Okay. Uh, on on Steam, it, the demo is also available. I think on 
on whatever else it's on, like Xbox One, PS4. Yeah. Um, but basically, the idea is there's a company that um, that um, helps disabled people. So, like, you're the main character, and um, you roll up to the place in a wheelchair, and they're like, hey, um, we've got a job for you here. Do you want to be a heavy lifter, or do you want to be, like, a field technician, stuff like that? And um, then they take you in, and then it's like, oh, hey, they're literally going to graft an exoskeleton onto your body. And then you kind of wake up in a trash heap, and uh, there are a bunch of zombified kind of looking people in these exosuits that are maybe being controlled by their implants. And uh, you just have to fight your way out because apparently you're one of the only people that actually has their own mind. So it's, it's like, like uh, when Doc Ock, the, uh, the chip gets broken. Oh, yeah. And then the arms <laughs> the, take over. Oh, no, the inhibitor. Yeah. The inhibitor yeah. chip. Yeah. It's exactly what it's like. You're in my mind talking to me. Listen to me now. Yeah. Listen to me now. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, Doc like, Ock. I think, I'm pretty sure that might be one of the only movies that guy's been in, but he's a voice actor in, like, everything uh, that Marvel yeah, does. Yeah, So far. Alfred Molina. Yep. Really good actor. Yeah. Really good actor. He's been in some other, like, really dramatic stuff. Um, he's got some, that dude's got some chops. No, he's good. Yeah. He's definitely a good actor. Yeah. Well, other than that, I just, uh, I finally fixed my PSP. What was wrong with it? I've been running uh, the like the custom firmware and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it just wouldn't boot into it for the longest time. <laughs> and then I looked up one YouTube video online. I was like, "Why? Why isn't this working?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, if it uh, if it stops working, take your battery out and put it back in." And I oh, did, yeah. did it the did it the first time, and I was like, "Ah!" And then I started playing Donkey Kong Country Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's the perfect emulation machine. I'm probably gonna be taking that around with me for a little bit yeah. um, because I've got I've got a couple of Super Nintendo games that uh, that I haven't played yet on there like Secret of Mana and different stuff like that that I still need to get to I can't uh, stand that it runs really well the uh, the whole Vita thing with if you're on a firmware that's higher than 3.60 it won't run any like homebrew stuff like emulators and stuff but like the, and that's the last firmware that Sony put out and to my knowledge is going to put out for Vita but like nobody can crack it. <laughs> yeah. Because I would love to have that stuff with me on that, on that. Oh yeah. Device. Oh my god! If I could, if I could turn my Vita into my new PSP, oh. Do Game you realize over. how much better that would be? God. Because you got those sticks, you got those juicy sticks, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus, I have way better storage. Plus, it's a more resilient console, and it's lighter. Yeah. And it's smaller. Yeah. Like it's better in literally every way. I was playing. Um, Uncharted, uh, Golden Abyss. Last of course. Week. What? Freaking Uncharted, my Uncharted boy over here. That's all I've been playing lately. Like, I was playing four because I was excited for uh, Lost Legacy. And then during my lunch break the one day, I was playing uh, Golden Abyss because I just couldn't get enough. I'm trying to get so, the Platinums in all of them. That's a... Okay, man. But I'm doing it to the <laughs> point where I'm going to play them a little bit, and then I go, you know what? I need to step away. And then, like a couple years from now, I'm gonna come back and be like, I should do that again. And then I just keep. But having eventually, that. you wanna, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like me with The Last of Us. Like I was like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll do never this. get that platinum. And and then I was like, eh, no, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I mean, I have but, one, two, and three done on PS4. Oh yeah. Yep. So now you just need what? 
for Lost Legacy Golden Abyss? Yeah. If I wanted to be like a real dick, I could go onto a PS3 and replay them on there. <laughs> I got these I got these eight platinums because I'm really I'm a special boy. I'm really alone. I, like, I, I don't like, like change. I like spending my time playing games that I've already played before. <laughs> and also, you see, I got this tattoo. It's Pretty got cool, a compass. It's got a compass, but you gotta have a regular compass if you want to actually get around. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. My skin isn't magnetized. <laughs> it doesn't face true north unless I look at my regular compass. That would be the craziest like implant you could put I, on. A I'm person. telling you, dude. Someone one has of done these that. days. One of these days, we're gonna have the technology to have like freaking Harry Potter newspaper tattoos. Where they like change that would be and stuff. so cool. <laughs> There's like that one asshole who's like, all my back does is plays the Dark Knight, just on repeat. <laughs> you want to sit down and watch? Here, have some headphones. <laughs> and on my back, I'm his big brother. My back, I play Batman Begins. Our third brother has the Dark Knight Rises, cause he sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I think I think I might like the Dark Knight Rises more than I like uh, Batman Begins. <laughs> Yeah, Dark the Dark Knight though is better than both of them. Yeah, but it's a Joker movie. It's not a Batman movie. Yeah, that's the problem. It's the Joker begins. Yeah, it's the, begins, it's the Joker, the Joker shining begins. moment. Batman begins. The Joker begins. Bane begins. Did you hear about the Scorsese rumor? Yes, I did, and we should probably talk about that. There's because... a yeah. No, so go the, for it. Go for it. There's a rumor that Martin Scorsese is supposed to direct a Joker origin story movie. Which, come on, that is not... <sighs> like... I almost said Two Towers. Like the Clone Wars, uh, or Attack of the Clones, did for Boba Fett, this movie would do for the Joker. We don't need that. Like, we not only, not only do we not... Do we super, super duper not need to know the Joker's origin story, but it's also kind of already been done in The Killing Joke, and if we were going to get an origin story, this is not the Joker I want it for. Even if I did, which I still do not. I, I think but the problem... I've been told, I've been told it's standalone from the DCU, uh, DCEU, yeah. so apparently Jared Leto's not going to be in it. Yeah. If it even oh is no! Yeah, I wasn't even. Uh, yeah, shit! My head didn't even go there at all. Um, I'm pretty sure that's, Scorsese wouldn't even work with him after that's, Suicide Squad. Like that's pretty funny because that's literally the first place my mind went. Oh my god! No, not at all. No, I was trying to figure out like, like I was picturing scenes of the Killing Joke movie in my head and how yeah, he I mean, would play that out, but like. I guess well, my like, problem is... we don't even is, know if that's true. Well, it also seems like so much of it is going to be filler, and part of... The, like, the Joker... Don't get me wrong. The Joker is an awesome character, but, like, he is a foil character. Like, you need Batman to be there with him. Otherwise, what's the point? The coolest part of Batman isn't Batman. It's the villains. Yeah. And, like, and how he... How he reacts them to them. And reacts to them and interacts with yeah. them. And... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's why it's why Batman is one of the strongest superheroes ever. Yeah. Because like more than anyone who he's fighting defines who he is. Yeah. Like and that that's kind of I don't know. God, like it's, that it, what is it? Volume 2 
Court of Owls, Scott Snyder, when he's like, yes, they're, they're beating the shit out of him, and there's those few panels where he's like on the ground, his bones are all broken, and he's like, I will not be defeated, and he just like gets up. I don't know what he says, but like, you, his eyes get like huge, and he just stands up and just starts ripping guys apart. And it's yeah. like that is the man that we need right now in Gotham City. Yes, Batman is Batman is <sighs> Batman is everything. Yeah, he's pretty amazing. Yeah, which is why on this wall I have a picture of him. Yeah, you can't see it right now, but it's pretty good. A buddy of mine on a Sunday had a Hawaiian shirt on, and I was like, "Nice Hawaiian shirt, James." And he was like, "Thanks." And I was with him for about six hours, and it took me until six hours that I realized that Hawaiian shirt was pink flowers and Batman surfing on a surfboard. <laughs> nice. I was like, man, that's Mr. really well Observer. placed. Well, yeah. well played. That's not bad. Yep. Not bad. You got anything else, buddy? No, I think it's I think it's time we call it. All right. It's freaking we're going to we're going to part the kimono for a little bit. It's t- 10:30 for me, which means that uh it's uh getting getting up it's there a, for Yeah. Mr. Shriver. Well, it's it's ten forty, and the Pokémon tournament demo comes out on Switch in twenty minutes. <laughs> nice. I'm definitely gonna check that out. I'm probably not gonna get that because I don't like Tekken. I want them to um, balance it. That's the only problem. What do you mean? Is it not balanced? It, on Wii U, it was like it, it sucked. Like when Pokémon tournament came out on Wii U, it was really exciting and like a really fun game to play. But when you played multiplayer with people and you start to started to learn the characters and their move sets you realized like it's not like any of the moves that you were doing like all you were doing was hitting buttons i don't even think the buttons actually did anything like they just like pick a move <laughs> and then on top of it if you knew how to spam a certain move like i think the champ had one that like it would take like a third of their health in one hit and there was like no way to block it like it was just a very unbalanced game so that seems really that. awful. That seems yeah. like a, maybe a, one of the worst fighting games ever. Then yeah, if that's the case because like like that's why they don't play it at Evo because it just it it doesn't work right. I, I was gonna ask like if it was like like Marvel vs. Capcom where it's like there are three really good characters like Sentinel like Sentinel spam is like ridiculous. Sentinel yeah. Zero and like I don't know Dante or somebody. Dante. I don't know who the God, Dante. Jess is ridiculous with Dante. I can't stand it. She juggles the shit out of me when she plays Dante. <laughs> yeah, Dante for, and for me, Yeah, for me, I think it's... Zero is definitely the person I start with. And then it's probably Ryu or, uh, and, or Dante and Sentinel. Yeah. But I mean, everybody, everybody uses Sentinel. Yeah. Because he's really good and he's got a beam that literally hits all the way across the screen. <laughs> so why not? Why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. But Zero's my favorite. But Marvel vs. Capcom is like, mm, probably one of my least favorite uh, fighting games that I actually enjoy. I, I'm like this close from getting Injustice, too. Like, Dude, they're adding Hellboy. Yeah, I saw that. I can't wait for that. Yeah, Hellboy, so Hellboy, Raiden, and um, and uh, uh, Manta Ray. Yes. Right? Yep. The Aquaman villain. Yep. I gotta find out what his deal is. I think he's from under the ocean as well. From like a rival city or something. I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is him and Aquaman have some serious beef between between them. Mm. But yeah, Hellboy's dope. 
Like the they they had the thing where uh, where Manta Ray like shot a bunch of missiles at him, and he caught one of them and used it to light a cigar. And I was like, yeah, that's badass. <laughs> I'm big into that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, nice. Well, thank you, each of you out there for hanging out with us for episode 57 of the Platformers. Um, if you enjoyed the show, go ahead and review us. Give us positive, positive ratings if you enjoy the show on iTunes um, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, share it with your friends. We don't take out any advertisements or anything like that, so the only way that we're going to grow and have more people to enjoy the show uh, is if you share it and if you tell people to, to kind of listen in. You can hit me up on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, and um, pretty much everywhere at Ribnax. Uh, R-I-B-N-A-X. You can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Shrives93, S-H-R-I-V-E-S-9-3. If you want to play Uncharted multiplayer, please let me know. Because uh, You're going to try to get them platies. It's so good, and no one's played it. The it's one from so four. good. Yeah. Yeah, the one from 4 is pretty good. Oh, I love it. It's not bad. It's not as good as Last of Us multiplayer, I don't think. I didn't play Last multiplayer is crazy, but that's super brutal. Like, this is just a totally different beast. Yeah. Um, we corporately can be found at Platformers Pod on Twitter. Uh, watch me and uh, Chris stream at twitch.tv slash the Platformers Podcast. Um, search for the Platformers on YouTube if you want to see some of the videos um, that we have. Chris has made some pretty awesome unboxings and, you know, kind of custom work that he's done on like Fight Six and what have you. Um, also, you know, video on like hard drives and business. And, uh, I've put some videos up of me playing through my first time, uh, experiencing Final Fantasy VI, which has been a real doozy and I recommend it. And also, uh, I think I, I have some, I don't think I have the Bioshock 2 stuff up anymore. No, I think that got taken down. Yeah. But I think I, I think I, uh, my Dark Souls 3 wizard playthrough is still up there. Uh, but either way. Uh, if you want to give us ideas for what you want to see streamed, streamed is that how you say it? Streamed, streamed, yeah. Maybe I don't know. S T R E A M T, just streamed. If you want to tell us what to stream, uh, hit us up on Twitter and what have you. I'm definitely open to it. Uh, I'm probably going to be doing Legend of Zelda or something like that pretty soon. Uh, Link. Uh, Adventures of Link, I think it's called. Zelda 2. The Adventure of Link. Yeah, The Adventure of Link. Just one adventure? I think so. Not very prolific. No. That's weird. Okay. Well, I guess if you only get one adventure, then... I mean, I Better guess make it count. Better make... Yeah, exactly. Make it count. Jump on people's heads with that yeah. downstroke. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us. And have a wonderful week. And until next time, we are out. <laughs>